Meet Parker Bennett, real estate agent. Parker loves cabinets. Parker has a background in building inspections, so he knows houses. This is the Kamloops Insider with Parker Bennett. Hey, welcome everybody to this week's edition of the Kamloops Real Estate Insider podcast. On this edition of the podcast, we're going to be talking about the current market conditions of the Kamloops real estate market as we lie here in the COVID-19 pandemic. I feel this is like a really good way to stay in touch um, with those folks who are really interested in what's going on in the real estate market. Uh, I plan to continue to bring you up to date conditions, you know, as they play out in the pandemic here. It's an ever evolving situation that we're in. It's changing by the day. And I think it, it brings value to keep, um, you know, buyers and sellers kind of up to the moment updated as to what's going on with uh, the real estate market. So on this edition, we're going to talk about um, what realtors are up to kind of the current conditions of what those guys are in. I want to talk about some statistical data as was what's actually going on in our marketplace. Um, I want to talk about buyers and sellers kind of like riding the storm, what sellers could be doing to help keep their properties viable for sale. As well, I want to touch on some of the big questions I'm getting from buyers right now uh, facing a potential purchase in the future. So stay tuned. I hope you enjoy the podcast. So first on the agenda is what are realtors up to? Um, We have recently been deemed as an essential service, uh, which will allow real estate uh, transactions to continue and realtors will be conducting business at a reduced speed and a reduced output. Um, Obviously, um, there is a very distinct social stigma uh, that realtors and buyers and sellers, I think, are being faced with right now with regards to should they be out looking at houses? Should they be taking buyers around and shopping for properties? And, uh, you know, I don't think this is a very easy question to answer. It's, no, it's not black and white. And I know that most agents are taking it very seriously right now and probably playing it a case-by-case scenario with each individual buyer or seller as to whether or not they want to be out there uh, showing a property or allowing property, uh, properties to be shown. Although we've been deemed an essential service by the government and we are allowed to continue to conduct business, I think that the, the government does this for the concern of the economic conditions of our, of our country. And I think that they would like to see that, um, you know, serious buyers and serious sellers get to con- continue to conduct business as, as they would and should. It's good for the uh, economic conditions, obviously, to, to have something going on out there with regards to, uh, you know, the real estate market, which is like one of the biggest drivers of our economy. It is definitely the largest uh, single investment that a lot of um, people make in their lives. And so for the current state, business is being conducted. If you're a buyer and you're out shopping for properties, real estate agents are doing their best to pre-qualify you before you get into a situation where you're going through the front door of a, of a house that's for sale. And a a pre-qualification is comes in a a bunch of different levels, you know, financially, obviously you need to be pre-qualified serious shoppers only, uh, no look you lose at this state. I've even had cases where, Um, sellers don't want people shopping in their house, um, if they have a property that need to sell, because obviously the output of the current market conditions are going to be a little diminished and, um, you have to be kind of ready to go for a lot of sellers to allow you to come into their property. 
Obviously, there's no open houses right now. Um, there are virtual tours coming out. Um, you know, at rapid uh, rate right now, there is uh, like a Matterport system where it gives you a 3D tour that you can control as a potential buyer. Uh, it's a great option. Um, some people are doing virtual tours where they still have the agent go out to the home and conduct a virtual tour with question and answer period. Um, there's a lot of different options right now. You know, I don't think anyone's going to be buying a house or definitely not going to be the norm buying a house sight unseen just based off a virtual tour. But I still think that there's a lot of value in having a virtual tour because it's a great way to qualify your interest in a home. You know, if you're out shopping and there's eight houses that you want to look at and you can kick six off the list, it definitely helps our current situation with COVID-19 right now to be knocking those off the list uh, from a computer screen as opposed to actually going out and, uh, you know, being socially in people's houses and, you know, driving around and filling up for gas and just a, a number of things that you'd have to do uh, in order to be, you know, out there showing houses. Um, obviously there is a health qualification as well. A lot of real estate agents are, are re recommending that you sign a disclosure, a health disclosure. Um, you know, one thing to note is that most real estate agents are not covered for errors and omissions if they get sued over something as a, as somebody, you know, catching COVID-19 from a showing in their house. No one really knows that this is something that could happen, but it is a, it is a possibility. And so there's a little bit of liability risk on some of the agents right now, um, which, which in some ways is probably a great way to help those agents qualify their shoppers before you know, not just financially, but also from a health disclosure statement. Um, and then how sh showings can be conducted? Well, obviously there is a social distancing, which is a, a new term that we've all come to get to know real well here in the last few weeks. Um, so it, it's still kind of difficult to show a house. You know, if you're in a thousand square foot house and there's three or four, you know, people going through the home, um, it's difficult to kind of all stay spaced and answer questions in, a, in an organized fashion. But you know, that is one of the things that are, can be conducted. Um, shoes off outside the doors, you know, um, sanitized before going into the property. Uh, buyers are very discriminated against touching anything in the home, not light switches or door handles. It should just be one person like the real estate agent doing all those um, physical um, connections. And they could do that with a wipe or something so there's no actual physical contact or, or contact on any of the... Uh, any of the items in the home that um, that could potentially leave, um, you know, germs and, and, and such. So that's kind of what's going on with real estate agents right now. Um, land titles office is another one that's been deemed an essential service, which is was a big question mark coming into uh, the last couple of weeks because we weren't sure if a lot of properties were going to actually register at land titles, be registered at, and, and be able to complete their transactions. But so far, so good on that front. Um, obviously lawyers are an essential service as well. And some of them are conducting business, not all of them, but there are notaries and lawyers out there that aren't conducting business currently. Um, but there's still a, a fair amount that are. So that's kind of the, what's going on in the real estate agents headspace, what's going on in our world. Looking at the numbers, uh, the numbers are we're going to really going to tell the true story here. Um, as this pandemic unfolds. In the first 27 days of March in, in 2020, we've had 219 sales. And if you look back in 2019, the first 27 days produced 202 sales. 
So even with our current conditions right now, we're up 8.5% over last year. Now, looking microscopically at uh, the previous week, we had 47 sales last week in March. And if you look back to 2019, we had 55. So just starting to see the numbers kind of trickle down a little bit. But overall, uh, you can't say that this has really affected us just yet currently. Um, new listings are up 3% this, time, this year over last. Um, and it's important to understand the nature of a real estate transaction in that when you make an offer, um, a lot of times you have two weeks of due diligence before that sold sign goes up, meaning that we're just starting to see, you know, two weeks ago, we were just really kind of getting our feet wet with this pandemic. So uh, the numbers are really going to be interesting to follow along here and see what happens progressively as, as uh, April moves forward. Um, the government of Canada is doing their part. Uh, it's the third time this month that the Bank of Canada has cut the overnight rate and the banks have followed suit, cutting the prime down to 2.45%. So making money easier and cheaper to borrow. Um, and as we continue to bring you up-to-date data on the real estate, as it unfolds here in the countless market, uh, the stats are really gonna be the part, you know, the, the factor that really truly summarizes the true story. Sellers riding the storm. Um, of course, if you're a seller making the decision to allow people to come through your home, agents and potential buyers, that's not an easy question. It can't be answered by anybody else but yourself. There's a social aspect to that, as well as there's obviously risk of contaminating your home, spreading the virus, all not good things. This is a decision that you need to make. But if you want to continue to be a viable option of putting a sold sign up on your property, then this is my one, this is my one hot tip, okay? Get your agent to do a virtual tour um, of your property. Get it set up so that it's available on MLS or as a direct link that you can um, send to potential buyers. And um, um, this is a good way to pre-qualify your home to any before having anyone potentially visit your home. And this would be the, the number one thing that I would say that you could do. It will still allow buyers to have that potential to view your home, ask questions, uh, see more than just the 16, 25, 30 pictures that are being broadcasted on MLS. And um, that way, if they, they qualify the pictures, they qualify the virtual tour, um, you know, now you can let them in your home, um, or at least now you have the option to further opportunity to, to allow them in the home. Um, be sure that all buyers are signing some sort of health disclosure before letting them in your property. This will sort of put the onus on them to verify their current health situation as well. Obviously, you want to make sure that buyers are sanitizing before coming to your property. Um, this is very difficult to do as you as a seller, you're not going to be the one at the front door uh, qualifying this. But I, I assure you that right now, real estate agents are educating their buyers and we are being educated uh, amongst our, our com community to make sure that the onus is on us as an agent to make sure that our buyers are, are following through with these recommendations. Um, also to note that uh, if you're cleaning your property before and after, make sure to use a nine to one bleach ratio, which has been recommended by our health organization. And uh, another hot tip would be to, um, as a buyer, obviously you're gonna, you wanna limit the contact uh, to the property. So as a seller, you should make sure that all the blinds are open wide all the lights are turned on and all the doors are open so that the buyer doesn't need to actually touch anything. They shouldn't be touching anything anyways. It should be one person, maybe a designated person would be the agent, but um, have your 
your ensuite doors open. Make, make sure the closet doors are open so that somebody has the ability to just look in, not make any physical contact to that property. That's my hot tip. Okay, here's the buyer's survival guide. So I think the biggest question that I'm getting from potential buyers right now is should I buy in this market? Should I buy right now? Or should I wait and see what happens? Are housing prices gonna go down? Uh, you know, is there gonna be better mortgage rates later in the, uh, in, in the onset of COVID-19? So this is what I can tell you for certain. Keep tabs on the stats on this podcast because we're giving you the, the true story here identified week by week in the current market conditions based on what's actually really happening. Are there more listings? Are there more sales? You know, what do the numbers look like? What's the median house price? All that data is gonna be available to you on this podcast, which is my first tip, okay? Second tip, um, understanding the laws of supply and demand. That's the way real estate works. So understanding the fact that house prices drop when supply goes up and demand goes down. So currently, our, our inventory level of houses right now is still quite low. It's actually very low. And, and the demand for property buyers is still quite high. So therefore, we're currently in a demand situation, which is going to keep prices steady or increasing. Now, should that change? Maybe. But the stats, again, are going to tell that story. Currently, we still have lots of sales happening in our market right now. But if you start to see the sales drop off, then even though our inventory is low, relative to the sales volume, you might see prices start to swivel down. But where you normally see the house price really start to drop off is when there are comparable listings on the market and people are competing against each other for that product. So if you have a, you know, a, a 3,000 square foot home in Brock and there's 15 available, and they're, you know, of course they're not all the same, but if they're all relatively in the same price point and class category, there's a lot of competition going on in that market. And you'll see that when there's a limited number of buyers, people start to really jockey their price to get that next buyer, that next shopper. So keep tabs on that. Now, noting this, that the government is doing everything that they can to reduce um, the consequences of this economic issue, right? So they've been lowering the overnight bank rate, which makes prime rate go down, making money a little easier to get uh, and cheaper to get, as well as the COVID-19 economic response plan from the uh, government of Canada. So if you haven't checked this out, go onto the Government of Canada website and check out the COVID-19 economic response plan. There are a number of benefits out there, um, response benefits to what's going on in the market right now. You know, increased childcare benefits. If you're out of work due to illness, uh, there's a Canadian emergency response benefit. Um, there's extra time for filing your income tax. There's mortgage deferral support. So there's a number of things going on right now from the uh, Canadian government to try and reduce economic uh, displacement here, which I think for the, the the macro of this, looking back on it when we're in September, looking back on what happened, I think you're going to find that the, the housing prices stayed fairly stable due to all these different things that they've put together to try and uh, you know try and minimize displacement of what's going on. I want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast this week. You are up to date in the current market conditions of the Calmus real estate market. If you find value in this podcast, please like and share it. As well, if you have any questions or concerns, uh, things you want me to touch on, you want me to reach out and get some information uh, that, that I have access to, please feel free to drop me an email at parker at royallepage.ca or message me on any of the social sites. Thank you for listening, and I appreciate you listening this week.